Hi there, it's Naomi Sneakus, and welcome to the firecracker department. Well, here we are another week, another firecracker. What did you do this week? What kind of adventures did you have? I want to thank you all for, um, some of you have been tweeting me or dropping me messages and Facebook notices about um, what you think about this podcast. I so appreciate it because, you know, sometimes you sit in the studio slash car, who's kidding who, and you do these intros and you do these interviews and to hear that people are listening to them and that you're gaining something from them uh, is super inspiring for me. So thank you so much. All that support and all that feedback is so important to me. And thank you also. Some people are suggesting more people for me to interview. So I will get to them all. I will keep going until all the firecrackers all over the world are spoken to. And then we'll start again. Uh, I've had a great week. It's been a diverse week. I've had a week full of um, uh, worky stuff and comedy stuff. And then hockey stuff. Oilers lost. We shan't speak of that again. Uh, and then also I went on this great wine tour yesterday from uh, Los Angeles to Santa Barbara. They put you on this old-timey um, retro train that has been refurbished. You take a train to Santa Barbara, you get off, you do a bunch of wine tasting, get back on, you take it back to Los Angeles. It's just such a great adventure and they serve you a lovely breakfast and a lovely dinner. Uh, anyway, highly, highly recommended. It. it was a great adventure. Uh, I was thinking about what to talk about in this intro and um, I'm usually speaking of things that inspire me and I thought since it's Mother's Day today I'm gonna talk a little bit about my mom who is a, a never-ending source of inspiration growing up she was uh, always the kind of mom that I would come home from school and she would have crafts laid out for me to just dive into so there was no time for me to get bored or to watch TV I would just start creating and then as I, I got older uh, just, she was one of those moms that said I could do anything, which is, ah, uh, gosh, that was like the best thing a mom could tell you. She told me I could do anything. And she told me that every problem came with a solution. And she told me what's the worst that could happen. And those three things really, uh, led me along a path that made me bold and, uh, brave and, you know, when you play the card of what's the worst that can happen, usually it's not that bad. Usually what's the worst that can happen isn't really the worst. I mean, I've flown with my dog and you think, what's the worst that could happen? Oh, the worst that could happen is he poops on a plane. He did. Nobody, nobody died. It was okay. <laughs> the worst wasn't that bad. Uh, but my mom, you know, she, she had a great song in her heart and she was always singing. We had a great music in the house, Que Sera Sera, with some Doris Day and Stupid Cupid. All these songs have stayed with me. Uh, and now in her later years, I mean, gosh, as a teenager, I probably wasn't easy to handle. Is any teenager easy to handle? Tell me that. Uh, but she was great. Like she, you know, she could see me growing and trying out things and she would support it. She would just always support to the extent that if she knew you know, I was hanging out with friends. She'd say, go and hang out with friends. Keep me in touch with where you are. So I knew you were safe. Here's some, here's some booze. She would buy me booze for like New Year's Eve, even though I was underage. That's trust. I think that was the other thing is that she really trusted me, which was an amazing thing for, for me to have uh, really built my confidence. Uh, now in later years, my mom's developed dementia. So she has a thing called aphasia where her brain doesn't connect 
to her body and her um, actions. So it sort of shut her down a lot. And a lot of people, you know, I don't speak about this a lot. A lot of people um, find that really sad and depressing. And I'm not going to lie, it's not easy. It's been going on for about seven years. And um, it's hard, you know. I see other folks with their moms having adventures. And I kind of go, ah, I wish my mom was around to do that with me. Um, but here's the positive. Because first of all, I can't change it. I can't change where she's at. But I, I know that there are some positive things around it. The positive thing is that when I visit her, her eyes light up. And she's still around for me to hug. And she's still around for us to watch a movie together or, you know, be physically together. So there's a lot positive. And gosh, you watch my father and her and... <laughs> I don't think I've ever known them to be as in love as they are now. It's quite a beautiful thing. And so even in the state that my mom is, which is, you know, she doesn't communicate verbally anymore. I still find her inspiring. I do because she's still present and, you know, she still challenges me to make her laugh because if I work hard enough, I can brighten her eyes up and she gives me a cheeky little look and it's my mom. It's a different version of my mom for sure. And, uh, but I know it's still my mom and we still have some sort of sense of humor that we share. And, uh, you know, I put my cheek next to her lips and she still kisses me goodbye. And, um, I cherish that. So no matter what stage of life my mom has been in, she's been inspiring me. She's strong. Uh, she's complicated, but that's also interesting. And she always had this great sense of humor. And I know that I'm the woman that I am and I'm the comedian that I am because of her and all the lessons that she taught me, I will take with me forever. So here's to my mom, but here's to all the moms and all the folks that are mom-like, because I know there's a lot of different versions of quote-unquote moms out there, but there's a lot of people that offer mom-like mm, support. And here's to you. We couldn't do this without you guys. Let's move on to our guest today for Firecracker Department. And here's, here's a gal that I so admire. I admire her because I think she's just got this silent strength and force. And whenever I see her at a party, I'm like anybody else because she's delightful and funny and bold and smart. I gravitate towards her because I think, you know what, if I can have a conversation with her, my day is going to be great. My night, the whatever party it is, it's going to be fantastic. I'm going to tell you who it is now because I've held you in suspense for long enough. It's Zoe Palmer. So Zoe Palmer has gone on to do amazing films on TV, TV like Lost Girl and Dark Matter. Uh, and But here's the thing. She's funny. Oh my gosh, she's super funny. Anytime I can find her on Facebook and we have a little back and forth, I love it because she's super funny. She's worked with people like Jeremy Lalonde on movies like Sex After Kids. And you watch that and she's got comedy chops for days. So I can't wait. The world doesn't even know half of what Zoe Palmer can do yet because she's got great comedy chops. Zoe was one of my first interviews that I did and then we banked it and uh, we're releasing them out of order. But um, I just loved speaking with her. And, uh, you know, it's funny because um, because this, this podcast and interviewing people, it's sort of new to me. 
I don't always know how to encourage people in the right way to, to go in certain directions. I'm just curious about what they're talking about. So at one point, uh, Zoe starts talking about um, her daughter. And I innately, I'm very private about people's private lives because I don't want anybody to confess anything that they don't want to. But I know that Zoe is one of the most authentic people in the world. And so you'll listen to this podcast and feel like you're talking to her like I was talking to her. Um, she's such a doll and she's such a funny, smart lady. I think you're really gonna get a, get jazzed, get jazzed over what she has to say and uh, her thoughts. So here she is, Zoe Palmer. Are you well? Are you happy? I am. I'm happy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I am happy. Now that your back's all sorted out? Yeah, no, my back's good. You're, uh, you're saying you went to the rehab. I did. I and? went to rehab for my back. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <'Cause>, yeah. <laughs> and um, and they, uh, she did stuff to it. And seriously, I wasn't sure that she knew what she was doing until later when it felt better. Yeah. Because at, at the, the time, time I thought she's actually going to break my back. Yeah. <laughs> like she's at one point was right on top of me. Yeah. And I thought to myself, where am I? Right. You're lying on me. Yeah. <laughs> like, what world am I in? That this is I wasn't okay. sure if it was even appropriate. Oh, I see. Did <laughs> like, she... It was just like... You... Yeah. How, was she clothed? Or did she, she had all her like... clothes on and she didn't ask me to remove any of mine. So well, I give her that. You're okay. And then she kind of lay on me and, and rolled about. Yeah. And I was like, generally a lot of things begin this way. <laughs> None of them have anything I to do I think I would question that. And then I paid. And then I was like, this if something... If it was a man, it would be a whole other world. If it was a man, I would have been crushed. Yeah. Just... <laughs> crushed emotionally as well <laughs> on every yeah. level yeah and I paid and then that day it was awful yeah the whole rest of that day yeah and then the next day which is when I left uh, flew on a plane you were able to go on a plane things felt not great yeah but like I felt like a per like I could walk yeah were you going to a comic-con thing yeah I was going to a comic-con thing because then you <laughs> um is that what we call it yeah yeah comic-con um because then you're sitting all day too right mm -hmm. which is better was oh, better was. in this situation just not. But you know what I couldn't do was this movement. And it's but still... look at you. Yeah, no, now I'm great. This really has helped. Had that Whatever. ever happened to you before? No, never. No. Never even close. I was moving... Um... A child. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> a child. I was just moving her like this. Yeah, yeah. I was just... No, I was moving a mattress. Right. Uh, just a, a mattress to, uh, just up against the but garage. But you're a dainty lady. Well, normally, no, I'm a, no, I'm I'm a rock. You're a toughie. Whatever that means. Yeah. <laughs> no, I meant you're a toughie. <laughs> anyway, and it was fine. I had a little pull then. Yeah. But later on, there was a bigger pull. And anyway, things got pulled. I did it in my sleep. I pulled my back in my sleep. I woke up That's and went, pathetic. Oh, yeah, right? Yeah. But you don't know what I do in my sleep. Maybe I'm moving mattresses in my sleep. What do you do? I'm very active. I've, sure. I, I'm writing novels, lifting yeah. things. Yeah. Your Who legs knows? generally. <laughs> no, I mean like, uh, that's not what I meant at all. Okay. That's actually no. not what I meant. I know there's a dog involved. I just meant you could be like, you know, people do exercises. Okay, I did not. <laughs> lifting your leg. Like what you just did pulled a muscle for me. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, you're a very active person. I am. Yeah. I'm, well, I wouldn't say I'm very. Like I don't do volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> well then you're not active no, at all no I beg your pardon <laughs> but you are don't you don't you well think? I mean I'm you know I'm, I'm uh <clears throat> what's the word I'm uh I just an well, active yeah. person <laughs> yeah, like I, I think it's just that I have an anxiety disorder do you not really but I think probably and I Where just is this going? 
But you know what? You know people. Oh yeah, like you're I, fidgety. Yeah, I'm fidgety. That's yeah. and I think that sometimes I fidget myself right out of my seat and off somewhere. So if you are active, then that'll stop that. Just it keeps me. You know, because I'm not, uh, I can be calm. Yeah. But not with you, apparently. Right. No, I find, I don't think you're not calm. I think that you're just, I think you're a very active What's the word? Person. Kinetic? Sure. <laughs> so do you, like, do you really have an anxiety that you recognize through your fidgetiness? Totally. That you yeah. get when you anxiety, you go like... Yeah, like my anxiety manifests itself physically for sure. Right. Yeah. So it balances out if you can go and work out or whatever. I don't work out. I know you don't do volleyball. You don't work out. So what do you do to... I go for a lot of walks. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's about, I don't really work out at all. Really? I don't do anything exercising. No. I should. Do you? I should. Everybody should. No, I know. I sh- People always end, end that conversation with I should. I should. And, and I, I will, people say. I get on, <laughs> I got on like roads where I'm like really good. I'm working out. I'm feeling good. And then somebody will go, hey, why don't you stop? And I'll go, okay. Okay. Yeah, like, That's I'm a so good, easily I even... influenced. Yeah. Or something will happen to my schedule where... But do you go to a gym? Like go... Sometimes. That's the worst thing in the world. Going to a gym is horrendous. I I won't go again now. No, don't go. Now that you said that, I shan't. I like... I do like going to the gym if I can get into the routine because I like... um, I like how it feels to be active. Yeah, like no, I, bike I appreciate in the city. that. So that helps too. Oh, you're that. You're that. I do. I bike through the winter. Wow. Do, do bikes have winter tires? No. No, but... It, it should though because the ones that they yeah, do have I mean, are mine terrible. are pretty knobby. Like they're big, big, big tires, but... Oh, your tires. Yeah. <laughs> what are we talking about here? <laughs> um, mine are knobby too. But you go for walks to like ease your anxiety? Yeah, or? I live near a big park. Yeah. And I walk in it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have pets? Two. Oh, yeah. I know you have a cat. I have a cat. Because don't you have like a Twitter account yeah, for your yeah. cat? Yeah. Clover Blob has a Twitter account. Is that active? Is she active on her? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She followed the debate. Yeah, of course she did. And she, you know, had a few things but to say. But she had something to say about the pussy comments. Yeah. 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 But she was pissed <laughs> off about that. Well, she's generally excited about any attention. Right. Does she go for walks with you? Nope. Some cats do. Do they? Yeah. I see the occasional cat on a leash and I think... No, no. My cat used to just follow me. And then oh, I'd really? Go, and I'd oh, she's back. not an outdoor cat. Oh. She'd have a panic attack if she was actually really? outside. for. Yeah, she can't. She has no idea what she's doing out there. Right. She likes to get out and then around six or seven minutes later, she's like Dead. hissing at the door to get back in, like terrified. And dogs, did you say you have a dog too? And so you take them for walks. I do, I take them for walks. Oh, that's a good There's a Shih Tzu and a Papillon. You don't need to be rude, but yes, I get <laughs> well, it. Uh, yeah. What are their names? Pepper and Suki. Yeah. Yeah, that seems right. Yeah? Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So you have like a house full of animals and children. Yeah, it's all happening. That's, that's big time. Yeah. Did this just like happen... Like Nico's only two, right? Mm. That's that seems like a whole other world yeah. that you must have just um, jumped into. <laughs> of course it is. I mean, it's like that for everybody. But this will be the first time I've ever publicly discussed Nico. Oh. Do you want to not? <laughs> no, I don't care. I mean, she seems me. pretty magical. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's magical. I don't even know how she showed up. <laughs> she magically really? showed up. Because I know you're, you're. Yeah, I don't think that's. Unbelievable! People have done it before. You mean just had children show up? Yeah. Where they they're just in the living room. Let they turn around and. I don't have kids, so I don't know. Oh, you right? don't know how they get. Yeah, there. I don't. I just just I get it. You just know that they sooner or later there's one running around the house. You tell me. You tell me about this, because you your partner is um, female, <laughs> so like, 
I don't know how much you want to talk about this. That's right. why I'm tentative about it. Well, I, I, ha, I, I have never discussed my relationship or my kids ever. Well, maybe we won't. Or maybe we'll come to it later. Right. Okay, let's But start. how do you, like, we're sort of... Well, I'm so curious because I think, I feel like I looked at your life and I think you're such a dynamic uh, artist. And oh, then thanks. I look at your, the offshoots of your artistry. Like, you're not one of those people that goes, oh, I'm going to go to parties and I'm going to go to like places where I'm a celebrity. You're actually using your power for good. My power? Yeah. Like you're doing <laughs> a lot of like charity work and you stand behind a lot of things I try, that you yeah. care about. I try. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 um, other side of the business has never really interested me and, and, yeah. and like the, it, which is terrible because it's the business. Like it's, it is necessary. But it hasn't it seemed to have hindered you. No, I guess not yet. Might might after this. <laughs> no, this might be it. But like when Lost Girls turn, yeah. and you suddenly like, do you remember that day when you went, "Oh, I have fans out there." Mm, and that's I a, sure do. When was that? Well, after the first season. Yeah. That's the you know none of us knew until the first season aired because um, it was like. Um, you know, you're in a bubble, you're shooting your show, and then we had no idea if it was even going to be liked by anybody or canned after right. season one. Right. So, like, it aired, and, and the reaction was so strong, and certainly the reaction to um, the Bo and Lauren relationship, it was a same-sex relationship, and I had never played a character who was in a same-sex relationship in my career, and I think Anna had once on Being Erica, right. like an episode or two. Um, so I had no concept of how that was going to... Not only no concept, but it didn't even occur to me. Because you're just acting. I'm acting. Yeah. I'm not thinking about how's this going to be received no. by any. I just didn't even dawn on me to think about it. Like, I've played so many characters, and I'm not going... I want, Like, I played a character who was a goth rock kind of musician on character. Star? It, yeah, and it never dawned on me while I was shooting that. I wonder how goth musicians are going to feel right. about this. Like, it's <laughs> right. just not on your mind, right? It's yeah. not how you... Pref- it's not how you um, attack a... Part. Yeah. No, no. Right? I mean, it makes you the artist that you are. You just do your thing. As opposed to, like, a celebrity where you're like, I wonder how to get this more uh, clout or something. Yeah, I just did it in total ignorance. And and then, of course, after season one aired, and it wasn't just that relationship on that show. I mean, just the characters and the relationships on that show were so, people had such a big reaction to them. Because the whole of, show was just yeah. had like a something special about it. Yeah. That uh, set everybody's. It totally did, and I think that that was everything from the writing to the specific people cast. Yeah. Worked well. The stories were really dynamic. And the tone of it all. The tone was fun. Yeah. But had but also depth racy and like. And yeah, all of all. that, and it was like about. I think the undercurrent was about. You know, everybody's a little different in any way, so what? I mean, if I could almost sum up it in a sentence, that was sort of what that show was constantly saying. Yeah. was like, we're all a bit weird and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And and I kind of, we didn't even, it was like the discovery of that happened for us at the same time that it happened for the audience. Right. Like, we were figuring out how cool it was while they were. Yeah, that must be neat. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. And it was a really dynamic cast, too. Like, the chemistry within the cast yeah. was unbelievable. And that was lightning in a bottle. Yeah. Like, you know, you get on shows, I'm sure you've been on shows, where there's great people, but you're never going to, you're not going to be their BFFs. Yeah, yeah. And this was a show where we just really dug each other. Yeah, and you can tell that when you see, like, your interviews on um, from Comic-Cons. 
when you guys are yeah. all connecting and you're sort of just playing. Like, it's really lovely. It just feels like you're pretty. We genuinely to... love each other. Yeah. Like, that's a real connection that people are seeing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so what was the moment when you were like, oh, like, did you get stopped on the street? Did you get an sure, email? Yeah. Or what was the moment that you went, oh, there's fans out there? Like, I have a Facebook, and all of a sudden I was getting friend requests, and I, that, yeah. so I had to change my settings, silly things like that, Yeah. a couple yeah, things yeah. like that, but on the streets, it's like, you know, every day there'll be one or two, but it's not, I'm not, I'm not, like, I, I can go to the grocery store. Yeah. Yeah. What but, about in the States and stuff like that, though? It's kind of the same everywhere. Or Australia. Aren't you huge in Australia? Something? I'm huge Isn't in like Australia. Lost Girls is I've always wanted to say I'm huge somewhere, and somewhere. I find it, and it's Australia. I haven't found where I'm huge yet. No. It might be the studio, but... <laughs> You're yeah. huge to me. Yeah, that's... Yeah. That's lovely. I am going to the gym, though. <laughs> no, I saw okay. this one. Um... <laughs> I don't know, yeah, like, the airport is generally a spot yeah. because you're kind of mulling around the same area a lot, and then people, what happens is people go, why do I, why do I know you? Yeah, yeah. And then, if you if given enough time with you, they either figure it out or think they went to high school with you. Yeah. This is what happens with me. They say, oh, I think I know you. I go, oh, I, I'm on TV sometimes. I go, no. Yeah. Oh, and then I go, I- I'm so awkward at this moment. I have to go. No, it's like, a, I, I'm, I've never figured out how to manage it ever. Yeah. I'm always ridiculous. I'm always a giant. Just, they're always, they always walk away and they're like, wow, that was weird. <laughs> Disappointing, <laughs> yeah, you're going to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah what yeah. happened? But you're not like, you, you're not one of those people that embrace that kind of celebrity status. Almost the opposite. It's not, um, yeah, like I, if, if. It's a weird thing because I'm so appreciative of the people that watch our show and, and I know I'm so. There's no part of me that's lost. There's, I'm, it's not lost on me at all that if they're not doing what they do, I don't get to do what I do. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that's, I'm so connected to that. Yeah. And, it, and, and you reach out to your fans. I it's do. Like and, it, and I No, and I genuinely am grateful that people do care at all to want to say hello to me on the street that, and that, that people want to watch the show. Like, And I am touched by it, too. Like. Mm-hmm. It, it it touches me. I get it. The fact that um, Lost Girl was a show about humanity, it, I'm so proud of, that we got to talk about, like... And it wasn't just about um, sort of sexuality, but it was about everything from different... From diversity of, of ethnicity to gender stereotypes. Like, we kind of touched on a lot of stuff. You did, Without... Yeah banging it over the head you know like it wasn't like they're gay they're gay they're gay right. we're going to talk about how gay they are every like no, they, they just, just the were what they were yeah. and you know different ethnicities were what they were and you know Rick obviously is a shorter person yeah. in life and he's that fantastic was, that he's fantastic I've known him no for one so ever long. talked about his height on right. the show like we weren't right. constantly going look at us with a person who's like it was yeah. just what it was and yeah. so I think that is pretty cool yeah absolutely you know you must miss it Oh sure, yeah, yeah. But now you you replaced with a dark matter family. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And that's a whole other kettle of yeah, fish. Yeah, and like tons of diversity on that show. Yeah, right? we have um, our lead is Asian. We have another Asian character. We have a black character. We have uh, we have a lot of different. Like I'm thinking, I'm the only white person on the show. Actually. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> no, but uh, cool too, right? Yeah. Is this is this uh, you living the dream in these kind of roles? Yeah, like when I mean, you look back like 30 years, 20 years ago, were you like, this is what I want to be doing? I had no, you know, people always say you need a five-year plan, and I've always kind of never made one. Ever? No. 
now? Like after today, do you think you will? No. <laughs> yes, after today. No, I just, sure. I'd like to keep in touch. Uh, no, I agree. I think... Um, I don't know. And I, and I think it, it's probably important for some people. And it's probably important for me too. Like maybe things would be... But it seems like the five-year plan has been given to you in a healthy way. Like it's not like you're doing anything you don't want to be doing. No. And you're doing enough of what you want to be doing. Totally. So... Yeah, I mean, I just... Uh, I think five-year plans are for people that aren't doing what they want to be doing. It's that kind of ambition for me frightens me a tiny bit. Like the kind of ambition of like... And I know, this is something like about me that's probably a little strange. But, but the idea of saying by five years, I want to have this. I want to have this show. Right. And I'm going to... That I'm gonna. That's on my map, and I'm gonna head for it. And I'm not gonna let anything get in my. There's something about that particular way of looking at the world that makes me slightly uncomfortable. For yeah. me. Well, especially in our industry, when there's not a lot of control of those things. Sure. Like in five years, I'm gonna have a show. Well, that's impossible to see how your five years are gonna look in five years. I do find what's worked for me is that if I'm where I am, when I'm there, mm-hmm. like. And literally that it means in this room with you right now, mm-hmm. that something happens that really works when you're actually where you are. And so far that's worked for me. Tell me more about that. <laughs> I know, I don't, I'm not articulating that very well. But I think I understand, yeah. but tell me more. Well, I just mean... Being able to be present? Really present. Yeah. Like if I'm with somebody and we're doing what we're doing when we're doing it, there's something, there's a connection that people don't have anymore. Like, we're so busy going, this is totally great, but I just, I'm gonna, I just need to check the door to make sure that there's nothing going on over there. And there's something really cool that happens that there's so little connection nowadays that when people feel a connection, Mm -hmm. they go, this is somebody I might want to spend more time with yeah, or do something with or whatever. And it just is an offshoot of just being, you can't manipulate that. Like, you can't do it for that reason, but if you actually can be where you are with somebody, it kind of happens accidentally. Yeah, I like that. And I've managed so far, I think that's been part of what's happened for me, is that I I actually don't look over there that much. I've really tried. How did you train that? Oh, it's constant, because I want to do that too. Yeah. It's, uh, the pull is to keep going. What about over there and what about behind me? That's the pull. And so I'm constantly fighting it too. Yeah. I'm just like everyone else going, stop it. Stop right. it. Don't worry about... You seem very present as a person. Whenever I see you in like the chaos of parties or anything like that, I feel like you're able to do that really well. well I generally um, find somebody, i.e. you, yeah. and land. Because otherwise I can't do the thing where you run all over the room. And no. It's just not my nature. I'm with you. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's not satisfying at the end, you know. I want to have like a well, good and chat. I feel so chaos by the time I'm leaving. And you gotta go for a walk or in the I've, park. I've got to go for a walk in the park with a couple. Of, do you have dogs? Yeah, we have two. Oh, we have two. Yeah. What are your dogs? Big um, golden retriever. Oh, you big dogs. Yeah, like your height. Honestly, like you guys would slow dance really beautifully together. Oh, that's so nice. And then a little cockatoo. I've always wanted to slow dance with a big dog. He, you know what? Come over soon because his hips are going. And uh, oh, okay. Yeah, but he'd love it. And my back's going, so we could just hold each <laughs> other. Would up. would be so like, beautiful together. Really <laughs> yeah. A golden retriever. Yeah, poodle. Why don't you do more comedies? That's a good question. Thank you. God, I'm glad we got here finally. No, um, no you I do. Am. So you do Lost Girl, and then you do uh, Dark Matter, where you're a robot. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm an android. So not like a lot of room to play. No, not that. a ton of comedic. They're, I mean, the android can be um, funny. Quirky funny. But, but, but almost because, you know, she's an android. Yeah. But um, you're not like... It, da da like, da da yeah. Hey! No, not, not like There's that. not a lot of room for emotional journeys. Really, there, it's, there's more emotional journey than than one might imagine. But uh, you're 100 percent right. There isn't the 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 kind of nuances that I could that I could apply on mm-hmm. in another. Do you character. miss that? Totally. Yeah. Totally. Um, I love what I'm. I love this character, and I love the show, and I love getting to play because it's really a challenge. Oh. Yeah. Um, on so many levels, that just the lines alone. I bet that helps your like stillness and your focus too. That character. Oh yeah. 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 Totally. But yeah, no, I do, I do, uh, I would love to do more comedy. But you know, it's like in this industry, like, if you've cried on cue once in an audition, yeah. you're um, a dramatic actor. Yeah. Because you once cried on cue. They're so like, like the oh, concept the that you could ever do other than that is so hard for people to. And that's not anyone's, it's certainly not the fault of casting directors. It's just human nature. Yeah. It's human nature to see something about someone and assume that's what they are. We all do right. it. We need to we, put people places. Right. Like, yeah. we love to go, oh, you're this thing. Yeah. You're that thing. And we all do that. That's not a casting director thing or an industry thing. That's just a human thing. That mm-hmm. We do that. And then we're shocked sometimes when, when you know, I did Sex After Kids. Yeah. And people go, oh, my God. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, no, that's just, that's being an actor. Though. I loved you in that. I oh, thought you were so delightful. And you. your accent was so fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then I found out that you were born in England. I was. So you come by it, honestly, I that do. accent. I do. That's, that must have been such a treat to it be was able fun to play because all Lauren things. was going to be English and then they axed it at the 11th hour okay so that was the first time I've really gotten to kind of play with that accent. yeah yeah and did that like spin off any other people going oh she does she does jokes this one yeah but you know it's like um <clears throat> I don't know you'd be better off answering these questions because you do tons of comedy but like you have to find with comedy the, the role that kind of works for your style a little bit too mm-hmm. right like like not every actor can do every type of com like drama is much more like it's so it's so much harder to do comedy than drama let me just put that on the table and people but don't you're have, a funny person sure but that that doesn't necessarily mean that my humor could work with every type of script or every type of character that's, right you know what I mean yeah. whereas being upset about your divorce there's <laughs> this is a joke is this, <laughs> yeah. a, is this where this is Not going? Your divorce. Oh, okay. Your no. marriage seems lovely, <laughs> but but I just mean there's there's so much more variety in the ways that you can play. I think a character in comedy. I'm gonna somehow be offensive to every every both every genre and every actor, but I just mean I do think it's harder to do comedy. Yeah. I'm just gonna put it there, and I think that I don't think people realize how talented people have to be to do comedy, and I think. The fact that it isn't so much more recognized in our industry as... Because, you know, people think of comedy as you're kind of goofing around. Mm-hmm. It's got that stigma a little bit of, like, comedic actors are goofing around. Yeah. And they have no understanding of how much work goes into making something actually funny. Right. It's hard. It's yeah. really hard. It's really hard and it So takes, is crying on cue. It's not as hard as people think. What's your process for crying on cue? It's about being in the moment. Really? Yeah. It's not about like... No, I mean... Plucking a nose hair? No, no. 
But people go like, well, you know, sometimes I think about um, something sad that happened to me when I was whatever, and I never do that because I can't. It doesn't work for me. That feels to me um, counterproductive. For me, it is. Yeah. It doesn't work for me. I can't apply something sad from... I'd be way better off applying something happy that would get me closer to tears than... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like if I remembered... You know, if I had a dog that died, but what I remembered was our last walk through the park. Yeah. The yeah. memory of our last walk through the park would be do more for me than remembering the death of my dog. Like, I couldn't access that the same way. Yeah. But generally, if I have a scene where I have to be upset, I'm just in the scene. Yeah. Yeah. Where did you learn that kind of presence from? Well, I think that's probably like something upbringing? you just have. But upbringing, like, did your parents <clears throat> or did your... Well, my father was in the military. Yeah, that's a pretty focused position. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he was, and my mother was um, like a like a home care worker for seniors that couldn't leave their home, so she would go to their home and, you know, do whatever it was they needed, look after them. Yeah. So those were the jobs that my sister is has two master's degrees and is in the business world. And yeah. Like, so no one is... Is your sister in politics? She was for a short oh, time. No, she's not. Yeah, she's not anymore, but she was. Because I'm from KW, where she was. Yeah, yeah, and she ran for the Conservative Party yeah. for a couple of years. So how does that combo of family members uh, springboard an actress? I couldn't have the... I don't have the first idea. No idea. <laughs> not a don't you, don't you know, like, isn't there something you're like, I had to be an actress because like, it was in your I heart? I was or? very hyper as a child. I was really hyper. And... Um, I'm sure if ADHD had been a thing back then, I'm sure I would have been thrown straight into that really? category. Really? Yeah. I mean, that just, seems the furthest thing for you. Sure. But, yeah. like, to go off into a, to a whole other topic, but, like, you know, it's my fear about children because we change so much over our lives and people see kids and if they are too whatever, we mm-hmm. drug them. I know. <laughs> and I'm like, kid, just hang on a cotton, just hang on a second yeah. here. Like, you know, like, because you don't know how that's going to turn out and yeah. unless it's so unbelievable that it's not manageable in any sure but you know we're quick now to to diagnose everybody mm-hmm. and yeah. and i'm like maybe they're just really cre- creative and hyper and maybe maybe they just need to be an actor they just need to sure or yeah. any or maybe they need to run around and they'll calm down or i don't know yeah I'm not dismissing people who have real disorders by no, any of stretch of the imagination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm certainly not suggesting that. But it's challenging people. it, right? Saying, have we tried other? Yeah, like maybe we should exhaust venues. a few options before we. Yeah, I'm with you. That's all. Um, so you were you were very hyper, and um, and I think that was tough for my parents and uh-huh. certainly my mother, who was the primary caregiver of me when I was a kid. And then I don't know. I. I um, it was either going to be sports. I was really into sports as a kid, and I was a like what? Not volleyball, but not, what else? Not but yeah. running. I did yeah. track, yeah. cross country, and yeah, and I was really quite good at that. But I didn't have any love for it. Yeah, I had no passion, none. I did it because I was good at it. Right. But I couldn't keep it up. I just didn't care. But you were passionate about acting. Mm-hmm. Once I figured out you could do that. Do you remember what it was like the role or what? Like, did were you in theater school? It was or? young. I was so young. I don't even know how I realized. I I came by it so honestly and accidentally. Like any time that was like, you know, in grade two or three where they were putting on a school play, it was the first thing I wanted to do. Yeah. I wanted to do it. Yeah. The performing of it terrified me. The really? doing it in front of people terrified me. But the process of the, it? That part I was so excited about. And I didn't... Then I kind of realized, oh, you've got to show people at the end. Yeah. And that terrified me. Yeah, that's interesting. So I always struggled with that and still do. 
like still struggle to yeah. perform is hard for like auditions are a nightmare I don't know anybody who likes auditions no well, some people really are good at them though how? Well, How? Some people are. Some yeah. people are really good at them. They What's walk your in. tricks? Your audition I don't have tricks. any tricks. I the, but the only thing I the only thing I've made a rule is yeah. to shut up. Yeah. I don't try to be funny in the room or charming <laughs> or anything. Yeah. I just walk in and I go hi. Yeah. Nice to meet you. And then sometimes the casting directors go, so how are? And they they try to do the banter, and you're like, I just need to focus because I'm, yeah. How was your summer? Oh, no, no, don't ask me about my summer. No, no, no. This is, I just need to do... Let me just... Please let me do this. Yeah. If there's time after, we'll talk about my summer. Yeah. 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 So was there um, a tipping point for you with your acting when you suddenly went, oh, no, I want to do this for realsies? Just like grade three or four. What? Yeah. Grade really. three or yeah. four, I want to be a professional actor. I was Snoopy, and the only reason I was Snoopy is because my sister was Snoopy, and she wanted me to... My sister always has done this for me on my whole life up until I was a grown up. Where if she got something, she would share it with me. So she shared Snoopy with me. The role? Yeah, like she was like, well, she'll, I'll do one performance and she can do the next one, and I'll because I really wanted to be in the play. Yeah. And she just got the part. So in order for me to also be on the, in the play, she went to the teacher and said, "Would it be okay if I shared it with her?" And she what? did. She's done this for me, like as long as I can. Like remember. boyfriends and. Yeah, we shared yeah, it. Sure. Just shared everything. Yeah. <laughs> I, God bless her, but she was so good that way. Husband. Just Yeah, off you go, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> they were always Phil. I don't know why. She's a thing for Phil. She ended up with a Peter, but... That's lovely, though. Yeah, she was cool like that. Wow. And I didn't know how cool that was until so much later. It's yeah. like your parents, right? Yeah. Like, you don't even realize what they did for you, which was just everything yeah. for so long. Until you're a parent? Yeah. And, and then... Well, or even just old enough to re- recognize that amount of giving. Yeah. Like, just old enough to go, wow, my parents did all that. Yeah. But my sister did a bit of that, and I didn't realize how cool that was. That's like, really sweet. Like, she had a jo- her first job, and she just gave up a shift so that I could get a job. That's just amazing. Yeah. Like, she worked at the library, like, four days a week or whatever, and yeah. I wanted a job. I, every time she, I was like, I want some of that. No, yeah, but she no, was no, like, it's a library. It's very sci-fi, sexy, right? I yeah. know. And she gave up her Mondays, and I worked only Mondays for like a few months until they were like, Yeah, okay, you can. Wow. Yeah. So she's done that for me a bunch. So that kind of gave you a, a door in being. My Snoopy. sister gave me my acting career. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for your big break. But I think it's interesting. Like I, I love recognizing the cheerleaders in our life. Mm. Like I think that's so important to go. If I if it wasn't for that person saying, yeah, you can do this, because our own confidence only goes so far. There's no end of that though. Like there's no end of people opening doors for me. Yeah. The only reason that I have a career at all is because a pile of people. Yeah. Let me. Yeah, but also when they opened you... the door, you had talent to back it up. It wasn't like they opened the door and then you were like, oh no, she's awful. Like totally, and I'm not. I'm not I, I, but I just mean like, there's lots of people with lots of talent, and yeah. not all of them get to do what we get sure. to do. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, so we're lucky for sure. We are, and I, and I think like left to my own device. Like if I didn't grow up in a country where you have opportunity, or if I didn't grow up with parents who just cared enough to let me try what I wanted to try. Yeah. I didn't. So many things had to fall into place. Yeah for me to even be in a position to like go to university and study acting to figure out living in Toronto and getting an agent like right. all of those things that happened 
Like, so if anyone ever gets anywhere and goes, I did it on my own, no. I'm like, really? Because yeah. how unbelievably crazy do you have to be to think that? Like, yeah. No, no, there's too many people that help you along the way. Almost like, them all. Yeah. Like, Stephanie Gorn comes to mind. She's yeah. the first person who gave me my first and second acting job. Which were what? Um, out of the Ashes, which I shot in Lithuania and Toronto. Yeah, I'm Lithuanian. And I then read, the, I read Scream about that. Uh, and the Scream which Team. The Scream Team, yeah. Was like, I think, Disney. And I never acted in my life on camera. And Stephanie Gorin. Just believed in you. Brought me in several times and finally cast me. And, like, for sure, she is absolutely instrumental in yeah. me getting my next audition and my next job. And yeah. My next... She's extraordinary. Somebody like that. had to say yes, and she did. Yeah. And I've never forgotten it. Like, that. I used to read for her for auditions so people right. would come in. And I was astounded at how. Like, somebody would audition, and I'd be like, next. <laughs> and she'd be like, let's do it again. And she'd work with them. And she'd figure out. She'd see something yeah. that she believed in. And I really Oh, I remember that. several times her saying to me, okay, I know you I know you have this in you. So let's try this. Try that again. Throw all that away. Shake it up. Yeah. Let's do it again. And I'd get somewhere, and she'd go there. there yeah. You go. Yeah. That's and amazing. And I don't know her very well on a personal level, but yeah. boy, she's been pretty good to me that's amazing mm-hmm. I so love tons of people did but. your um, folks ever balk at your choice in never once from, from three grade three years old no no the only thing they ever said was you have to do something we yeah. have no sort of designs on what your something is yeah but you can't sit around and waste your time right so but whatever your thing is we're right behind yeah. you yeah and then you were just like focused you're gonna move to Toronto you're yeah. gonna get an agent I, I knew that I had somewhere to, if it didn't work out, they always said, like, we're here. You could always move home. If I had to, yeah. Thankfully well, what would you have done? If I'd moved home? No, like, what would you have done if you weren't going to be an actor? I don't know. Do you ever had that, like, was there ever a moment in your career that went, oh, I got to figure something so, else every out? every other week, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean <laughs> at this point, like, I, I, I can't do anything else. It would have to be something in our industry. Well, now, well, I don't even have a resume that would, what would I say to, can you imagine trying to go to another, what have you been doing for the last 20 years? Uh, oh, well. I was a robot. I was, and, pret- uh, I was a, yeah. So I can do IT. pretended to be a doctor yeah. for a while there. <laughs> so I'm sure I can do this now. Yeah, like. Work in a hospital. Yeah, like, what would you do? Um, well, I I'd don't have, know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even either. I would just have to figure it out there's no but that's almost better right because then you don't have a like I w- a cushion. went to police to officer school you did for one day because you thought maybe you want to be a cop I was having something to fall back on uh-huh. so I went to police school for a day and I met Jeff and Cher sorry okay. should I know these people they're speaking you know Jeff and Cher the sure. cops the cops yes 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 and I spent all day with them and I went all to all the different classes and I remember sitting in one class and I sat there and I almost burst into tears right in the room <laughs> Because I looked around and I was like, I'm not supposed to be here. Right. Like, this is for people that really want to be a police officer. Yeah. And I don't know, I just was picking something I thought might be cool. And I went for one day and I met Jeff and Cher and I hung out with them all day. And I say this because I remember them so well. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I said, so great to meet you guys. I'll see you tomorrow. Knowing? And I've never seen them again. And you still remember Jeff and Cher? Jeff and Cher. And they, and this was... Well, 1998. Wow. So we're going on 20 years ago. Do you think that you just wanted to play a cop? Probably. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I kind of think I'd like to be everything for... Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'd like to be an everything, which is why I want to be an actor, for sure. Um, 
Absolutely. I'm dying to know, though, if Jeff and Cher became police officers. Yeah, so right if now. If you guys I... are out there, find a way. Yeah. Connect. I just feel like there should be a Jeff and Cher show of some sort. That's those do, names do you think you... that they... Do you want to do it? Yep. Yep, do I do. Do you want to be Jeff or Cher? I, mean, I think either of those names could be both, like... Genders. I'd be happy in both roles, yeah. Okay. I mean, as long as I can wear a cop uniform. Yeah. And, like, have one of those baton things. And... and... And you just want to have a walkie. It? You want to have a walkie. I want a walkie and a baton. I don't need a gun. No. It freaked me out. I just need a. Jeff and Cher. Yeah. Come on in, Cher. This is Jeff. Over. Right here, right beside you. You don't need to use. That. Right here. <laughs> but we still would. Yeah, we'd use it. Yeah, we would. We would. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I love that. So now, like, are you working full time now? Like, what do you do when you're not on set? What's your well, when we're shooting, it's pretty busy. Yeah. But when I'm not shooting, like, on hiatus, boy, well, there's no end to things I'm doing. Yeah. You do a lot of Comic-Cons. I do Comic-Cons. Do you like those? I do. I do like them yeah. for the most part. Yeah, I do. Uh, you know, because you just, it's like you get to meet meet the peeps. Yeah. Which is kind of fun. Yeah, I think it must be. And, you, you know. You can hang out with your family. My, my and... other peeps. Yeah. yeah. And, like, you're doing it in different cities around the world, which is. Yeah. Kind of do you, are you one of those people that just goes to your hotel, goes to your thing, goes home, or do you go explore? Well, we like well, you're there for the weekend. Yeah. So you finish the sh- the thing at six o'clock, so you can kind of go for dinner. Yeah. There's not a ton of. But time you don't for... take like another, excuse me, day. Sometimes. I just burped because <laughs> we're drinking beer. I'm not drinking um, beer. I don't know what you're talking oh. about. Oh, and I'm naked. Root beer and uh, nakedness. <laughs> and I'm still oh, naked. I'm freezing. It's so weird that you want to do it naked. Uh, just, listen. I thought it was mm-hmm. inviting. Mm. Uh, but you, like you wouldn't tag on a couple extra days? Yeah. Like say I was in New York yeah. or say I was somebody somewhere yeah. cool and I wanted to check it out. Yeah, totally. There are yeah. places where I'm like, this is enough. Bye. I also uh, learned that you sing. Well, like, I have done. Yeah, but you have a lovely singing voice. Oh, thanks. Have uh, you heard it, or did you just... No, I just heard that little... You were singing, um, like, Neville Brothers song on one of the Comic-Con videos I oh. saw. Oh. I don't know much. <laughs> that one? Yeah. <clears throat> Not everybody can do that. Well, Aaron Neville, I mean, him and I are very similar in yeah, so many ways. Yeah, you guys are like the... Uh, if I get called Aaron Neville one more time. You know just, what I mean? I know, it's really confusing yeah. for me. If I'm stopped on the street for anything, it's that. Are you, oh, I love your music. I love oh, your music. Oh, you think I'm Aaron Neville. You think I'm Aaron Neville, don't you? That's and they're so like, embarrassing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I have to, you know, awkwardly explain. Um, do you want to do more singing? I, I mean, it's not a goal. No. No, but if... Like it's never been like, oh, I want to do musicals. No. A I little bit. I wish I bit. could do... Well, it, what you're catching there is I wish I could... I wish I had the kind of talent... Like, I wish I could do that, but yeah. I, I mean, I'm just not, that's not... It's a very musical dark matter coming up. Is there? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. I think it should be, though. No, but Melissa O'Neill, who is our, our female lead on yeah. that show, is an extremely talented singer. She, first of all, won Canadian Idol right. quite some time yes, ago, yes, but, yes. but won that because of her talent. And also um, did Les Mis on Broadway. Right. And, like, I've heard her sing live. It's... She's Extraordinary. Yeah. What are what are the words? Like she's so talented. But it could have been you. You could have chosen that. It could have been me. Is that what well, you're like, It could have been you, Zoe. It could have you been you. Could've. There's so much you could have. But you could have been a singer. Uh no, I don't think so. No. Well, no. I mean, I think that like, like I can my where my singing is good. The range is pretty tiny. You're right in the Neville pocket. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. right in Neville. Anything anything out of Neville or over in the it starts to fall apart a bit. Yeah. So I can 
keep it together well enough to manage like I sang on Lost Girl I sang on on um, Instant Star yeah I yeah, yeah yeah oh I saw that that so, was cool like, but I feel like you just have to be able to not sound terrible right to be able to pull stuff like that off right. I don't sound terrible but nobody's gonna be like I would like to give money that I've earned to you to do that some more yes yeah oh right yeah yeah no yeah yeah it's a very Neville Christmas is coming up no I like I'm character singing like a, say, I don't think my voice is as good as yours but I sing like in an improv scene or right yeah or like Matt and I'll do an opening song and dance or something. like in the living room no like for one of our sketches oh yeah you don't just get up and start singing <laughs> well sometimes yeah then, like Matt I wonder guitar. about that I wonder about being in a relationship with another performer like do you ever are you ever at home and it just comes out of you both what just anything yeah expression oh, yes Yes, all the time, because we're human, but... Well, like, I don't mean, like, like... I just mean, like, do you ever just find yourself improving together? Yeah. Goofing off in that way, time. and, like, just... Yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, bits, yeah, that's fine. right? That's don't cool. you guys have bits in there? Yeah, I guess. It's bits. Yeah, I do bits with anyone that will let me. But you and Alex are in the same industry. Do you mm. ever get, like, um, industry logged at home? No, never. We no. don't talk about it. At, you don't? Almost at all. No. Have you ever done a... Pro- How did you guys meet? Um... Oh, God. The awards. Yeah. Yeah, Alex ran the awards. Right. And I presented. And, you know. You know what happens when you're presenting. No, I know. What happens at the awards doesn't often stay at the awards. No, that often ends up in whatever hotel they're in later (laughs) in Calgary or somewhere. (laughs) Have you been in a lot of the awards in in some capacity or another? Yeah, little bits and pieces. Mm -hmm. Do you like it? Do you like the... You're talking about like the CSA. I'm literally becoming like J.D. Salinger. Yeah. I'm that close now. To not being part of any of that. Public appearances are hard for me, for sure. For anxiety reasons? Yeah, that. Yeah. And it's not just anxiety. It's like, um, it's so, I'm, I really am a weird uh, dichotomy of, because I love, I love um, performing so much. Mm-hmm. And I would love to do more stage, which I'm in talks with people to do. Mm-hmm. And I would love to do sketch. And I, like, I love performing. Mm-hmm. But then, the, like, going into an industry event for me is really hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's really hard. What, what is it? What do you think it is for you? I don't know. I'm not sure. Because I'm really comfortable getting really intimate with people if it's a real honest right thing but the minute I'm having a conversation that feels um like we're trying to have a conversation mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. conversation mm-hmm. and we all do it it's no I mean I've done it I've had conversations with people where I'm like what am I talking what am I saying right now like mm-hmm. what is happening because we're all just trying so hard to like figure out how to not feel crazy yeah because they're tough for everybody I yeah. think right like I don't think I'm alone in not that at feeling. all I think that's hard I for think a lot we're of people all desperate at those parties to have one good conversation there was a there was a little thing I saw and I took a screenshot of it and it would take me way too long to find it on my phone but it perfectly described like kind of artists yeah you send it to me later. I will, yeah, I'll have to, because <laughs> that's all I got for you right now without me trying to scroll like crazily through my uh, through Yeah, my no, that'd, be, that'd not be a good conversation. It. Yeah, and, and since this is audio, it gets a little like, no, uh, not that one, no, no, no. no. I'm sure it's here somewhere. Oh, that's, that's okay, we'll get going. Yeah. Have another great. <laughs> um, are you, uh, do you, you and Alex ever want to work together? You know, yeah, sure or not. Yeah, like, it's I don't not like a, a no. project that you're like, I mean, you're working together 
as parents. Right. I but like, I don't, um, yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe or maybe not. Where, how are you with your relationship in public these days? Well, for me, it's always been like, it's always been, I'm totally fine with it, mm-hmm. I guess. But if I was um, with a guy, which mm-hmm. I have been many times, by the you way. You don't need to brag. It's cool. Okay. Yeah. Many, 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 <laughs> many, many men. You know what I've always struggled with? And this is, I've never, literally never talked about this, but I'll, I hear I'll just, I'll do it with you, but not before I throw my bag on the floor. Yes. Um, the assumptions that people make about people because of anything I struggle with, whatever that is. Like you're with a guy, so the assumption is that you're straight. I have right. no idea what your sexuality is, nor does it matter to me because it's irrelevant. Right. But but you're with Matt. Yeah. You're just with Matt, and that's who you're with. So yeah. the rest of your sexuality is your business alone, outside of what you choose to show in the public, which is that you're with Matt. Yeah. People assume because I'm with a female that I'm totally gay. I may or may not be totally gay. Right. But the assumption is that if you're with a woman, you're gay, and if you're with a man, you're straight. Right. And sexuality is just so much more complicated than that. It yeah. just is. With everyone in the world. Yeah. And so for me, I sort of have always struggled talking about it a little bit because I feel like anything I say gets so manipulated. Yeah. And it's so scrutinized, especially because I so happen to currently be with a female it's Mm -hmm. so scrutinized that I almost want to say nothing for fear of like the number of things I've read about myself where I'm like I've never said that yeah yeah once I thanked Alex at an award show and Zoe Palmer comes out as gay was everywhere yeah and I was like I didn't say I'm I didn't stand up there and go I just like to say I'm gay yeah I didn't say that I just just said I want to thank my partner yeah that's what I said but what was extrapolated from that was so many things I didn't say. Yeah. If you say I want to thank Matt, the next day all over the internet is Naomi comes out as straight. Yeah. What? <laughs> that would be great. That would be great That's and weird. That's like an onion piece for sure. Right. So I get it. I totally. So that's always yeah. been my my reason. And also, to, it's got nothing to do with your craft. It's got nothing to do with my craft, but I just like it's it's um. I just wish we could get to a place where it it really was just t- totally irrelevant. Yeah. And that you could say one thing and it just means the one thing you said. Right. I just wish you could say the one thing and it meant that. Yeah. And and a whole pile of other stuff wasn't pulled from it. And I guess, yeah. And if I was with a guy, which I have been, and okay, God, again, who knows? Again, again I know. I'm sorry. I yeah. don't need to break. Um, and who knows what the future holds yeah. for any one of us. Um, I wouldn't talk about that that much either. No. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, I wouldn't, uh, because sort of, I wouldn't know what I would be talking about. Yeah. I mean, people are overly public about really personal things I sure think. I think you got to keep something for yourself and people go well well so and so's in the closet and I'm like well probably not with their friends yeah like you understand you're totally strangers yeah I mean I guess there I think like I what wrong. is in the closet that means that anything that you don't stand on a mountain and scream out means that you're hiding or right. you're just keeping it to your own personal self yeah could it be that um, like the gay and lesbian community want spokespeople they want to have and I think and this will be the least popular thing I say today well but I think it's only the the, um 
the LGBTQ community, for good reason, are sometimes their own worst enemy. Mm -hmm. For good reason. It comes from a place of of um, being marginalized and being... But, you know, uh, the only people that ever made a big deal about me thanking Alex was the LGBTQ community. Right. And no one else really cares. Yeah. <laughs> and I understand it. It's not lost on me why. But I think we all have a responsibility to if we want things to just be okay to respond to them as if they are in fact okay yeah right and uh it's like having gay characters in a tv show and not going gay constantly screaming about how gay they are and and i think like you know that's the only way to progress in any real way for something just to be nothing the nothing it should be is to not respond like it's a big fat something right and i understand why that's hard mm-hmm. I, i'm i'm not trying to dismiss why that's hard but i think we could all do ourselves a favor in all kinds of areas if we treated something the way we talk about wanting it to be treated right yeah did you feel your life or your public world change after that? Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. With your fans and everything. Yeah, everybody. Positively, negatively? Mostly positive. Lots of love and lots of, um, but certainly. Your fans love you. The, yeah, the ones that do seem to quite a bit. Which and is, the ones I, that don't, don't pay attention. Right, I'll try not to. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, I just saw that right now. Yeah, it's crazy I need to be on it later. I know, um, I haven't yet to yeah no the fans are fantastic I just um, I felt very uh, in a in a fishbowl there for a while yeah for sure yeah no wonder and my instinct on that is to retreat like my instinct generally when I feel like I'm in a fishbowl is to retreat yeah yeah Um, how how do you balance that then because there's a certain level of needing to be out there as um, in our industry Mm. to network Sure. And to connect with. Yeah, I just don't. Yeah. 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 You're really lucky, right? There's like an amazing, I mean, your talent speaks for itself, but there's an amazing um, path of your career that just things keep coming to you that seem to really work for you. Yeah. I, yeah. It's, you're right. I'm lucky. Totally. Yeah. 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 100%. What do you what do you want to do with all this luck? <laughs> God, I want to get a lottery ticket yeah. and go no, to like, what do, you want to, do you want to do anything next? Like, is there anything that you're? I like... do definitely want to try to get into comedy. I do yeah. want to get do more comedy. I really enjoy it. It's an area um, I haven't nearly explored nearly enough. Yeah, and it's a part of my personality that I so totally. much enjoy playing with. So totally, I'll do. I want to do some comedy if I can. Yeah. Um, you know I'm in the middle of a series right now so we'll see you know how long that goes and then maybe something after that but and theater you said theater for sure yeah, yeah. I miss theater I trained in theater where did you go to school York University all oh, right so I did a theater degree there yeah and I love theater it also terrifies me a bit too yeah does now, doing sketch comedy frighten you uh if I'm not prepared it does if you're not prepared. <laughs> um well it does to the extent of like um, when you're at Second City, if you bring a sketch out, you've already improvised it in front of the audience, so you know what's funny. Okay. But that's a luxury of the Second City process. Right. Whereas, you know, when Matt and I just did a sketch show, we had ten sketches, eight who that had never seen an audience. So uh-huh. we're like, mm. So you're just trying. I'm hoping this is funny. In improv, yeah. if it's not funny, I can twist it. Right. In the sketch, it's a different situation. But, but you have, like, 
a whole other world to access for you. Like the the play that you're working on right now, is that going to be in comedy? No. No. That's also not comedy. <laughs> so, but I should, yeah, I should uh, pick a comedic piece. That would help. That would be a good help. Well. If it was comedic. I, I mean, you can find comedy in everything. We're thinking about. Macbeth, except for that, no. And, and except for Macbeth, and um, and Harold Pinter's betrayal, which is also yeah, yeah not funny. Hugely hilarious. hilarious. I know. Although I, know. I do think that followed by the play version of Schindler's List. Oh yeah. my God, yeah. that would be know, a great like a trio. Triptych. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do think that every dramatic moment has oh. comedy in it, and vice yeah. versa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, I do believe that Lady M, when you, she's like, Ugh, you have to, you be. of all people, must know that comedy is obviously born out of the darkest totally. darkest darkest places yeah and i think this i mean the reason louis ck works so well is because mm-hmm. he gets that more than almost anyone i've ever i mean yeah all of his comedy comes from that really uncomfortable sort of yeah. sad dark lonely lonely place <laughs> yeah. right like really lonely yeah those moments where you're like on your own going what is what is life that's where comedy comes from yeah i think it feels like you like have a joyous life like your life has joy in it mm. and, right? you're right yes. yeah like yeah. I just yeah. think no, you're I a joyful of, person I, I have lots of joy yeah yeah and yeah. and this little being that you have this little Nico looks like kind of magical she's got some she's, sort of she's pretty cool did that twist your head around yeah. when that, that all oh yeah yeah I mean um being around kids in general does though like, yeah I mean, like I've always liked kids but she looks like and I'm saying this in the best way. She looks like a messy kid. She's like she looks crazy. like she's just. And I love that. Like every time once in a while I see a picture of her just being a little bit nuts. And I love that. Like yeah. she's not a kid that's like no no perfection. No, she's totally crazy, totally hyper, totally um, messy into everything. Curious, weird, quirky. Like she's an odd human for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that works itself out as she gets older and older. Like, I think that'll be both a tough thing for her and a, and a great thing for her. Like, I think, you know, mm-hmm. you know, like some people glide through life. They just like get it and they're cool and like who? get it. Who? Oh, like lots of people. You know, some people are cool. I don't, I don't know anybody. Who, yeah, I do know cool people. You know people. cool people that just like. But I'm always like, they're faking it. Like, I know. <laughs> I, n- I never was cool. See, you seem cool to me. I know, but that's only because we're like the age we are. This is this is what you think is cool now. Yeah, that really speaks before. About, speaks for you, more about you than me. I, I think do. the fact that you think I'm cool tells me a, quite a bit about you. Yeah, because I'm a lot of things, but I'm not cool. Really? No. Yeah. Um, but there are people that just like it's easy. Life is easier because they just yeah. kind of and they know how to do social and they know how to they get yeah. it and they know what's cool. But you know, like if I was let loose in a clothing store in grade four I wouldn't have the first idea what to pick out what were you wearing in grade four oh, just what, I looked around and tried to sort of emulate but like I know no sense of my own like that's mm-hmm. awesome mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no idea like not a clue yeah and I sort of still struggle but not to the same degree and you know those kids that walk in they're like I want those shoes those shoes are awesome and then they put them on they go to school and people are like those are amazing right. I didn't have that skill I was like, are they good? Are those good? Right. Are those, uh, is that good? You yeah. may now. Yeah, People better. People seem to be like, those boots are awesome. Yeah, it's better. It's better now. Like, yeah. But now I'm like, I'm, you know, I've, I've, I've had a, it's been a while since grade four. It's been a couple of Were years. Were you cool? No, 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 no. What about high no. school? Were you cool in high no, school? No, 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 no coolness. No, no. 
I think I was just trying to survive. Yeah, right? that's really all I was doing too. Just figuring, just getting by. Oh my God, yeah. grade 11. Whew, nearly there. Yeah. Like, I well, remember grade 12. Do you? And? I just remember being like, I'm done. It's done. Mm-hmm. And high school was fun for me. I quite enjoyed it. So mm-hmm. it wasn't hell. I didn't have a hellious. I wasn't. But I still remember being like, whew. Yeah. Okay. And did you start York right away? A, a year. I yeah. took a year off and I worked. What? Where did you work? I worked everywhere. Like what kind of jobs? <laughs> I did. I worked at the library. I worked Thanks at to the, your sister. I worked at the Civic Center in property taxes. I worked at Canadian Tire. And I worked at the Stephen Leacock Theater all in one summer. I did four jobs. And I went go from literally one from the other. I had to take my 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 uh, outfit, what do you call it, your, your uniform, and just keep changing. Oh, my God. Yeah. And Why did you take that year off then just to I don't know, explore I wasn't, the world of Canadian Tire? I was, yeah. Make sure it's something you, you know, you tried before. I, well, you late. didn't know. Well, how did I know I wasn't going to want to be, how did I know? You didn't know. How You've can been you acting know? since grade three. Right? So I took that year, I don't know, I wasn't ready. I, I was yeah. terrified to try acting because there was a part of me that thought, I knew how badly I wanted to do it. Yeah. And I wanted it so badly I could hardly breathe sometimes. Like I just wanted to be able to be an actor. And the idea of actually going for it was terrifying. So... I stopped myself. I was like, don't. Just do something else. Do something else. Do something else. This is a terrible idea. Yeah. You're not You're not going to be any good at it, really. And it's just going to be hugely heartbreaking. Don't do it. Ugh. So I took a year off, and I worked, and I saved, and I did whatever. And I and after that, it just never went away. I just couldn't get rid of this thing that I had to do this thing. Yeah. So finally, I went to university, and I was like, I'm going to try. Were you freaking out that first, yeah. first couple of weeks? I was freaking out. I still am freaking out. <laughs> yeah. yeah aren't you well I mean if, I know you're just in it now and you're just doing it but like every now and then don't you go what the fuck? what am I doing um, like do you ever think like you're you're doing this for a living like I feel mostly just of, lucky yeah because okay. I don't or there's think that feeling I yeah. want to sometimes <laughs> I occasionally feel lucky too but do you like like do you sit back and look at your career and go I have to change things no but I I sometimes like I remember Julia Roberts of all of random people. No, I quote her a lot. Do you? Yeah. Okay, because <laughs> like I don't know, she's the person people generally quote, but she seems pretty wise and together. I don't know, um, but she was like, I worry that they're all gonna realize I don't know what on earth I'm doing. Right. I'm sure a few people said that, but I remember she said it too, and <laughs> yeah. and sometimes I'm like I've just. I just somehow got here, and I don't think anyone noticed yet, and that right, but some t- some sooner or later they're going to be like oh nah really cuz i feel like you've got too much on your resume too much in your history that has told you otherwise right like i feel like that m- might be an insecurity that you could have in the first couple of years but like you y- you know your talent don't you yeah like i mean yeah i know that i have something and i and it seems to and it seems that people want to watch it which yeah. is great but um i don't know if you ever oh actually maybe people do god i don't know i've never been somebody that's been like i know no i know no but you but, have confidence in what you're good at once i'm doing it uh, in a real way like be it shooting the scene or doing the play or once i get to that place it's not confidence so much as i'm so doing it yeah. that i don't have time to 
panic about it. Yeah. Because I'm just doing it now. Yeah. So, yes, I am confident in that moment, but it's more a lack of other things that... You're so focused. I'm just doing the... I'm seeing with you. Yeah. And we're doing a scene now, and it's this, and it's about this, and you're going to tell me you're cheating, and I'm going to react to it, or whatever the scene is. Yeah. That I forget to be um, uh, insecure. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that part of your process with acting? Like, when you get... When you got... Um, you're the Dr. Lauren character uh-huh. in Lost Girls. Did you have a process of getting into her? Or was that revealed Yeah, to you? I was thinking about um, actual doctors that I knew. Like female doctors that I knew. Because there's not, you know, doctordom isn't... It's doctordom, right? Yeah, no, that's for sure the word. Um, is a male-centric career. Yeah. Um, so I was thinking about women that I knew that were doctors and just like what that might be like and... Dr. Lauren Lewis was a, such an outsider in the fact that she was human in a fae world. So yeah. I sort of applied all of that stuff into that for sure and how that she was always an outsider. And I think probably women in, in you know, be you in the police force or be you in are probably always sort of proving yourself to some degree. Yeah. Do you feel like that's your world too? Do you feel like you have to prove yourself either as a female or just as a person I don't walk around like that I don't walk around feeling like I need to prove myself I just assume I assume I'm equal until somebody generally goes you're not and Mm -hmm. I'm like oh how do you deal with that kind of stuff differently each time yeah yeah sometimes you know like you whatever I don't know depends on my mood it depends on the day of the week it depends on who and where and why Sometimes I have tons of empathy for people that are sort of um, have stereotypes about genders. And I'm like, you just, you learned what you learned yeah. from wherever you learned it. And I'm sorry that you learned that pile of garbage. Right. Sometimes I have tons of empathy. Sometimes I'm offended, you know. Can you say that? What you just said to me, can you say that to somebody? Like, are you, can you be as calm as... Sometimes, sure. Because I'm so taken aback yeah. when I feel a gender inact- um inequality inequality yeah that uh, I don't I, I'm lost for words occasionally occasionally I can go like listen it's really unfortunate that you see the world that way I'm, yeah I'm sorry that you do you know sometimes and yeah. then what's the other side oh well sometimes I'm just a person who's totally reactive yeah because I've had a crazy morning and I don't have time to have empathy and there's no time for empathy mm-hmm. that's the name of our show today. yeah there's no time <laughs> Starring for Jeff and Cher yeah. yeah um where yeah I'm reactive like everyone else yeah where I'm like stick your up your you know yeah do you ever just not say anything yeah yeah I've been in situations where people have been racist and I've stood there yeah. and gobsmacked for a minute and been like did sorry sound like what yeah and I've stood there and then like you know five minutes later when they're not standing with me gone oh Zoe why didn't you say something now most of the time I do but every now and then Mm -hmm. I'm so taken aback by a moment that yeah yeah I haven't I haven't done what I wished I had sure yeah yeah I hate those moments oh worst worst that not standing up for something a you believe in or other human beings being yeah I mean yeah because you feel I you seem like you have a lot of um, causes that you stand up for, whether it's in the gender equality or whether it's in your charity work. It feels like you you care. Yeah, I do. How do lot. you choose those? Because there's a lot to care about in the Yeah, world. I know. You just do. I don't know how. You yeah. just pick things that resonate with you. And, and um, any time, any kind of underdog scenario, I'm usually 
I'm usually drawn to, yeah. you know, anyone who, who may or may not have a voice for themselves. You know, I think as a society, we have a responsibility to people aging, to children and to animals who like those three groups for me, yeah. wh- whatever their color, whatever their gender, whatever their anything. I think like, you know, we have a responsibility to our older generation, our children and our animals to treat them with kindness and mm-hmm. empathy and remember that if all goes well we're gonna get there too <laughs> you know mm-hmm. we're gonna mm-hmm. age if all goes well we're yeah we're lucky age. yeah if somebody says i look old i'll be like lucky me yeah i got older yeah so like you know i kind of start with that those three groups and yeah. try to find some way into there who's that from is that um your upbringing <coughs> excuse me um my mother yeah. who right took, she worked with seniors yeah she worked with seniors and I don't know. Animals I've always sort of had a connection to. I mean, animals are... How can you... I mean, I don't know how people hurt an animal. I I don't don't understand. I can't see... I can't have... um, Like... If somebody posts pictures of animals on Facebook, I have to take them off my line because I find them so shockingly offensive. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how you can mistreat... I don't know know how that... Where you... What's going on that you can mistreat an animal. So I just, like... I don't know. They feel obvious, don't they? Doesn't it feel obvious to care for children and animals and old people? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. you're right. Yeah, that feels like... Yeah. Kind of an easy place to begin. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot to um, look after out there. Oh, my God. Yeah. I I wrote something once on my Facebook where I wrote, if it's not about each other, it's not about anything. Love it. Yeah. And I kind of think about that. I'm like, yeah, if it isn't, like, what else is there? Yeah. That's, really? I think, what makes you a good actress, too, because you care about the dynamics between two people as opposed to the you in the scene. Yeah, I tr- yeah try. Yeah. Try, for sure. And that's comedy, too. That's why you'd be great at comedy. Well, let's do comedy. All right. You want to do some comedy? Okay. Okay. I do. That's I great. do. I think it'd be fun. Okay. What's your next thing? What's your passion project? Well, this play, we're kind of working so, on... Whether it's the three, you have you named three comedies, Lady M, Schindler's List Musical, yeah, and, uh, and Betrayal. Um, I'm going to shoot Dark Matter in November, and yeah. then um, and then I'm going to try to do the show. Like, you know, shows take a while, so, yeah. like, you know, that'll be a few months. Yeah. And then... That's exciting, Depending though. on if we go back to season four, then... I love the hiatus of a theater project. I think yeah. it'd be so yeah. fulfilling. And I'd like to... It's been a long time since I've been on stage. Yeah, the freak yeah. you out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have you done a play play? In a Not while? for a long time. When's the last time you did a play play? Oh, gosh. Like, years ago. I don't even know, maybe. Really? 2000. Yeah, like oh, early really? 2000s. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, because um, I can't, uh, it's, I, it takes too much time. Like, the contract is too long. But you do drama too, right? Like Yeah, yeah, I've done, yeah. 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 And, and I find the people that can do comedy... Are, are the transition is much easier to be doing drama than drama to comedy. Like, I find people that are good comedic actors yeah. are fantastic dramatic actors. Yeah. I don't find I it's always the same going the other direction. Yeah, I think you have to have your heart available to you on both sides. Mm-hmm. And um, comedians often have, a, as you said, a darkness to oh, them yeah. that they can hopefully tell. Well, and comedians into. have often understood the, the um, place of being the underdog. Yeah. I think a lot of comedians know that place. Yeah, and, and therefore there is an inherent empathy, and an inherent understanding of the darkness of life, and the the um, pull towards getting away from that, mm-hmm. pull towards the joy of life, and like you, there's so much complexity there. Yeah, and 
And there should be in both drama and comedy, but it's easy to forget that, I think, yeah. sometimes in both. Yeah, I agree with you. Would you play Lady M? Yeah. Yeah, you would. Fuck, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Do you know who your Mackers would be? I feel like we're in a stage right now, so I can't say the full word. Mackers? But, uh, I think Re- Greg Brick would do Mackers. Right? And he's brilliant. Oh, my God. He's funny, too. He is. Such a talented There's, like, a actor. whole comedy with a all these, A huge artist, like... a poet. The guy writes poems, like, on napkins. He's, like... Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I can't wait. I can't wait. I think uh, I think you can do anything. I think you can do I anything. I do. I think you could. Thanks. I think you're such a dynamic woman. Thanks. And um, That's a nice thing to say. I, I'm excited to see what you do next. Thanks. You too. And that's Zoe Palmer. She's the best, right? She's just fantastic. She's such a grounded and truthful person, and she brings that to everything she does. I have never seen her do anything that I didn't think was a, a real authentic performance um go find out what she's doing next because wouldn't that be great to see that kind of firecracker on stage doing lady m oh my god just tearing that script up uh her twitter account is at zoe palmer uh z-o-i-e-p-a-l-m-e-r or zed depending where you live go find out what she's doing next because you know it's going to be something interesting while you're at it, go follow us at Firecracker Department. That's Firecracker D-E-P-T. That's on Instagram and Twitter and on Facebook. Uh, make sure you do some liking and subscribing because all that helps promote the podcast and get it bigger and stronger and builds our community too. Don't forget the last Sunday of every month, we're going to do a Facebook live chat. And uh, I have a very special guest. I'm hoping, fingers crossed, hoping I have this very special guest that's going to really wiggle your toes you're gonna love it and just a side note our website is really developing into something of a virtual community so I really encourage you to send me notes about books that you are loving or movies that inspire you and we're gonna add them to the page so that people can go there if they're like oh I need a new book to read or what's a good documentary to watch that kind of stuff Uh, so make sure you send me those notes and we'll add them as we go in the same breath if you have any art of any of the past firecrackers please send it my way and we'll put it on the uh, on the website I would love this just to develop into a really great space for people to share mm, things that inspire them yeah thank you so much for listening have a great week go out there and and do something bold try something you've never done before get inspired or be inspiring have a great week and we'll see you next time on the firecracker department thanks everybody